0: This is According to Jim, with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's Sports Talk Show.
1: It's Taco
0: Tuesday! Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com.
1: Throws wide open receiver Tyreek Hill, and you're not going to catch him. Hill down the east sideline. Taunts Devontae Harris as he rolls into the end zone. Touchdown
2: Kansas City.
0: According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpup.
2: File spins, stays
1: on his feet at the 45. He's got blockers in front of him. 30, 10, 5. Touchdown!
0: Everything happening in the sports world.
1: Number 5, you better look at him a little closer. He's a football player. Got that wood right here
0: and even some things not happening in the sports world.
2: Great insight today, Steve. <laughs> Man, you, you disappointed me. You disappointed the Well, the, the I, got, I got flustered.
0: Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joiner and Steve Sell.
2: Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE or for those of you listening online... Worldwide at MidKansasOnline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me, as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson and a very, very busy man. You seem a little tired, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Late night last night. Well, really late night for me. You got to go home and coast it in and call it a night at like 9.30. I was up all night sitting at the courthouse, election coverage. Whew, what a doozy. Yeah. It's my favorite time of the year. Nothing better than... That first Tuesday in November, sure, my favorite night to spend down waiting for results to with come your in. With people. That's true, just with all my favorite people. Yeah. Steve, sort of a bummer last night in a lot of different ways. Number one, McPherson Ice Soccer loses on the road at Goddard Eisenhower 7-0. And a tough night for us, a really tough game to call because it was not very competitive after about the first 40 minutes. And it was a real bummer to see them in their season that way. You get done with that one, we're back in the car and your Kansas Jayhawks let one slip away against the Duke Blue Devils. Just a stinkeroo. Bad night for you. Really bad bad night for you.
3: Yeah, you know, the Bullpup soccer game, you and I didn't see that coming. We we thought that game would go down to the wire. Uh, They'd played so fantastic against Emporia. But uh, there was a a goal early in the game, about 11 minutes, I think it was 11 minutes in. 11 minutes in, kind of a controversial goal. Uh, The Eisenhower player went toward the ball before the whistle started, and then as soon as he got to the ball and kicked it, the whistle blew. McPherson thought it was, an, you know, that he had started before the officials actual uh, putting the ball in play, so the Bullpups didn't react, and the and and they scored and the, they allowed that goal, and the, you could just see mentally it just threw the Bullpups off, and then once Goddard Eisenhower got it rolling, uh, they were clearly a superior team. I don't think like Coach Adrian said after the game, they were not seven goals better than the Bullpups, but the Bullpups just happened to catch Eisenhower on its best night, and McPherson probably played its worst game since Coach Adrian's been there.
2: So they fell 7-0, KU loses by two, which really was more like five. Devon Donson at a three at the buzzer to make it look a little better than it was. Your instant takeaway, because we've got to talk about the McPherson College basketball teams and the Mayor's Cup tonight. We've got both coaches... Joining us here in just a moment, your instant reaction, your quick reaction My to KU instant losing. My reaction
3: is KU had 28 turnovers, e. was ghastly at the free throw line, and lost by two to Duke. That tells me this team, when it starts to play, it's going to be really, really good. And the other thing was I watched the game right after, and that to me was an upset too because yeah. Michigan State, the far more experienced team, and that's what's interesting. the The two experienced teams on the night were the ones that lost. Yeah, you were
2: wrong on both predictions. Michigan State,
3: number one in the country. Kentucky, number two. Kentucky wins. But I watched that Kentucky game. Your guy
2: Tyrese Maxey.
3: I watched. God, that was ugly basketball. And and I was told, I haven't watched the replay at KU. I probably won't now, now that I know the outcome. But it just sounded like these teams weren't ready for a game of this caliber because the play was very sloppy at both ends. All four teams shot the ball poorly. All four teams handled the ball poorly. Uh, It was just a game way too early in the season uh, for this level of, you know, excitement.
2: Well, the Jayhawks only attempted nine three-pointers. How much time will you give before Coach Eskelson's Bulldogs take nine three-pointers tonight? Well, five, six
3: minutes? five minutes into the game, they could have nine threes because that's going to be a lot of fun tonight. Uh, the Mayor's Cup at the Roundhouse, I encourage everyone to go. The women at six, the men at eight. Uh, I'm just partial to the men's game because I think that's the one that's really going to be exciting the Bulldogs under new coach TJ Eskelson played just a fun brand of basketball to watch Tony Romero has turned out an incredible product down at Central you know ever since he's been there he's averaged almost 19 wins a year since he's been there last year was their first losing season but you look at their scores last year they had about eight games that went down to the final two minutes that didn't go their way they really struggled in close games but I think it's gonna be a fantastic night the admission is free. There is no How re- much? Free. The oh, F-word. Okay. Free. F-R-E-E. There is no reason for people not to go to this game. It doesn't cost you anything. You can walk in off the street yeah. and sit down, watch some great basketball. So let's, you know, we always claim we're the basketball capital of McPherson. Let's show it. There's a lot of Mac alums in town, a lot of central alums in town. Go out and support your alma maters. Wear your school colors. The student sections are going to be there in force. I think both schools' student sections are really going to turn out for this game. I know there's a lot of excitement around both campuses. So let's go out and and really make this a great game and and show why McPherson is the basketball capital of Kansas. Without
2: further ado, Steve, let's take our first break. When we come back, you want to hear from coach Josh Nichols or coach TJ Eskildson first
3: let's hear from coach Nichols first because they play the first game
2: there you go we'll play coach Nichols's interview here in just a moment you're listening to according to Jim 96.7 FM KBBE
0: you're listening to the according to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self according to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson
2: We're back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE getting ready for the Mayor's Cup basketball games tonight. They, of course, get underway at 6 and 8 o'clock. The women of McPherson are 3 and 1. The Central women are 1 and 3 after they played Oral Roberts yesterday afternoon and lost down in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Both men's teams are undefeated. The Central men are 1 and 0, while the Bulldog men are 3 and 0. And to begin our preview for the McPherson College side, we'll hear from... Bulldog women's basketball coach Josh Nichols. Good start to the season for your team. You're now three and one and we talked a little bit about your trip down to Bartlesville, Oklahoma last week. But this weekend, hosting your McPherson Classic, a win over Bacone, 67-48, then an 86-69 win over Randall. I know you weren't quite as pleased with your team with the Bacone win, a lot of turnovers and a little low-scoring game. But on Saturday, it felt like against Randall that your team played really well in about every single facet of the game. A lot of girls got to play and a good way to bring some momentum into the Central game coming up tonight.
1: Yeah, I thought the, the weekend was uh, kind of hit and miss in some areas. And then, you know, I thought um, Saturday we finally got the tempo, really pushed the way we wanted to, defense kind of fine-tuned. And at halftime I said, we're going to learn on the fly tonight. So uh, we're going to do some things we've never practiced before, but we're going to go out there and just try to execute it and, and see if we can turn that tempo up just a little bit more, see if we can just get them dragging their tongues.
3: Somebody who didn't hit and miss was Brittany Roberts. Uh, two double-doubles on the weekend, school record 21 21- rebounds on Saturday, man, it just seems like she's stronger this year, mm-hmm. and she's got this mindset that when the ball goes up, she's the only one that's
1: going to get it. Yeah, uh, we, we've worked really hard in the weight room, and she's, she's worked really hard over the summer, and then we got into the weight room, and I thought, I thought, I thought everyone's done a good job in the weight room so far, and we're still after it, uh, even though we're, we're playing games. Um, but, you know, I think she took um, honorable mention last year as a slight to mm-hmm. her and her game, uh, being one of the only three kids in the KCAC that average a double-double, the other two were a first team and I think a third team All-Conference player. And you know, here she is, honorable mention, and that that didn't set real well with her. Something your team still
3: uh, working to do a little better uh, from three-point and the free throw line, um, but you saw some flashes. Uh, Brittany Jarvis to me looks like she can really shoot the three when she gets it going, and you got some other girls that can shoot the three, and I got a feeling that's going to come around yeah. as the season progresses. Yeah.
1: I, I, we've taken good shots for the most part. There's a handful that you know late in games when it's gotten kind of sloppy, we've taken some shots we probably shouldn't have, uh, but for the most part, I think they're are, they're, they're good looks and they're going to go in. The free throw line was a, a little bit more of a, a head scratcher because it's it's easy to point to. You know, Brittany who's had a, a history of struggling from the free throw line, but then when you look at the stats, and she's shooting 60% from the free throw line for the game, but we only, only shot 50 for as a team. That's that's a whole team, not one person. Right.
2: One player that I was impressed with over the weekend and, and seeing her for the first time this year and I thought made a big step from last year to this year is Mason Mosley. Mm-hmm. And we had her on on our coach's show a couple weekends ago previewing this team, but it felt like she did a great job of controlling your offense and also picking it up on defense. And she was able to really score mm-hmm. this weekend, and that was something that she didn't do quite as well last year. But to me, she's made some big jumps from her freshman year now to her sophomore year. Yeah, Um
1: you know she's just really steady I mean there's you're not going to get too high or too low with her it's it's pretty well even and you know sometimes with the pace we play when the per when the person with the ball in hand has to kind of be that way to kind of settle us down a little bit and get us into in, into a play get us into an offense things like that so you know and, and she worked really hard over the summer uh, you know her goal was to come back as a sophomore and start and you know, I told her, yeah, hey, you got to go earn it. You know, I'm not going to give it to you. You got two freshmen breathing down your neck, so go earn it.
3: Another player kind of caught my eye. I don't think she'd played uh, early on, but Haley Hurst
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh, got in there. She she gives you some scoring inside. She play, She's another girl that plays with a lot of intensity. Mm-hmm. You could tell when she, she was trying to score and get fouled. I mean, she was fired up. But she gives you a little – post-presence that, you know, you don't have that real great size, but she does give you a post-presence, and she has a real nice game around the basket with her footwork.
1: Yeah, Haley was another kid that went home over the summer, really worked. And we did a lot uh, towards the end of last year. Haley and I I, I did a lot with her. And then she took all those drills that we did and then took them to the summertime and improved. And that kind of gave me the the hope that I didn't have to go out and, and, you know, bring in another post player, over the top of her that she was going to get the job done, and she has so far.
2: I won't use the phrase two platoon, but you do have your normal five that are going out there, and then after you sprint really hard for about five minutes, you do throw in a second line, kind of almost like a hockey line change, and I was really impressed with your second line and some of those girls that aren't starting at Victoria Eights for one, Tatum Griffin, Kanaja Upchurch, Nicole Abanaja, Erica Diaz came in. I thought that your second line of girls that came in and could keep that pressure up. I thought they did a really good job, and I think maybe that's an improvement from last year as well. That this second line can match the intensity that you want to play.
1: Yeah, I think I think those that second line is probably actually, you know, foot speed a lot faster than our first line, and so they can kind of ramp that pressure up a little bit, keeping them under control offensively and make, having them make good decisions, getting us an opportunities to score is kind of what we're still working on with that group, but. You know, overall, they do a really good job and kind of they're kind of starting to understand what their role is going to be uh, game wise. You know, we had a couple scrimmages, we did the same thing in the scrimmages, so they're starting to understand where they all fit in.
2: Well, you've got the Bellevue game under your belt against a very good team, but we talked about it with coach Askelson that there are some games on the schedule so far that haven't been against the caliber of competition Mm -hmm. that you will see going forward in the KCAC and potentially will tonight with this central team. How do you adjust to playing some teams that will be a little more disciplined and might not give into the bait that you're throwing out there with some of the full court pressure and being able to maybe bring the ball up the floor, not turn it over as much. How do you prepare for that type of a team that can adjust to you guys a little better?
1: Well, we're, we're always working on our half court defense too. Um, you know, we want to we want to be a, a team that guards you. I mean, baseline to baseline, and can do it well. No matter if we're trying to put pressure on you, if it's in the half court, or if we throw a zone out there, who knows? So uh, that's how we prepare for that. And we we work on defense first in practice. Offense comes last. Um, you know, we should be able to score against teams, but uh, we got to stop teams first and foremost.
2: What's your biggest key going into the central game tonight? What do you think your team has to do best? In order to knock off the Tigers,
1: we got to keep the ball out of the paint. Um, whether it's passing into the big girls or or just you know keeping low out of the lane on penetration, we got we got to protect the paint. That's that's the big key.
3: And how about playing in the roundhouse? Um, incredible venue. Uh, you know, it's it's unlike any gym that you see in the KCAC. Yeah. That's for sure. With the uh, you know, it is the roundhouse and 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 the uh, baskets. You know, the shooting. Uh, I, your the depth, vision, perception, depth yeah. perception that's the word I was looking for depth perception is a little different uh, in that gym how do you adjust to that
1: well you know we got in there yesterday for a shoot around and, and so you know obviously we'll, we'll get to the gym as early as we can and, and get some more shots up and then you know it comes down to you've been playing basketball your entire life the, you know the the old Gene Hackman you know get the tape measure out of that's right it's 10 foot up there so yep. put the
2: two balls in the yeah. hoop
1: uh, you know it's, it's everything's the same so when the when the Horn goes off and the referee throws the ball up. You just got to go play. And it's a great environment. Um, You know, the community really supports it. So it should be fun.
2: Well, as you look ahead to the Central Christian College Tigers coming up tonight, a team that you have seen now for you once, but a team that you get to see a little bit more. You've seen them play a couple of times this year. And last year's game against them was very competitive. They matched your style, and it was a great game going into the final five minutes of the fourth quarter. What is it that you expect to see from Coach Golden's Tigers tonight?
1: Well, I think they'll try to slow it down a little bit. I mean, they're they're they've, they're huge. Uh, they got a lot of big kids in, in there, so I think they'll try to slow it down, try to get inside, try to uh, you know get Brittany in foul trouble, uh, try to hurt us that way, um, and, and vice versa. We're going to try to speed them up and get them running. So I think it'll be a clash of styles a little bit. And they're, they're still doing some pressures, uh, not nearly as much as they were last year. So. Uh, we it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, who can control the tempo. Well,
2: Coach Nichols, best of luck tonight, and you hope Thank to you. keep that mayor's cup in your office. I
1: think you just yeah. kept it on your desk all year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I got a nice little dust ring around where it goes. <laughs> yeah. <and> so, <laughs> so I'll know where it goes when Thursday rolls around.
2: That was McPherson College women's basketball coach Josh Nichols here after, whereas from our coach's show on. Well, that will air later today. It's very confusing. We recorded it yesterday, but it's coming up tonight. We'll run that coach's show at 5 o'clock. And I know that women's game is going to be a lot of fun tonight, Steve. These teams like to run. They like to play fast. And last year, I had kind of forgotten the fact that the Bulldog women shot 48 free throws in the game. Did you remember that? I did
3: not remember that. It's a
2: lot of free throws in one game. A ton of free throws. What what is that? 1.1 a minute? Yeah. Every minute, let's go shoot a free throw. Yeah, let's St- hope that doesn't happen. Tonight. Let's hope not. Steve, let's take our final break. When we come back, we'll hear from Coach TJ Eskildson on the men's side and then give one more preview of what's coming up tonight for the Mayor's Cup. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE.
0: You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson,
2: Ramping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve, we continue with our interviews with McPherson College coaches for the Mayor's Cup coming up tonight. We have already heard from the Central Christian College coaches, Tony Romero and Mark Golden. That was on Monday's show. So you can go back and listen to that at soundcloud.com slash KBBE sports. We will also be airing these interviews in our pregame tonight for both games. The women's game starting at 6 and the men's game starting at 8. But the men's game, Steve, it has you very excited. I know that's the game that you have your eye on.
3: I really do because I I just think styles make for a game and the teams have two great styles that that are perfect complements to each other. It should be an up-and-down game. Uh, I don't think the shot clock will ever come into play. Even
2: though they've brought them in. Even though they've
3: brought them in, I just don't think the shot clock will come into play. And I, I just look for that game to go right down to the wire.
2: Well, let's hear from McPherson College Coach T.J. Eskildson on the men's side as they preview the Mayor's Cup tonight. Men's basketball coach T.J. Eskildson after a 3-0 start to the season and a 3-0 week as they took on Manhattan Christian on Tuesday and picked up a 30-point win. They then beat Barkley by 23 in their McPherson Classic and then a 19-point win over Bacone. Coach Eskildson, I think you can, will never turn down a 3-0 week <laughs> and, and a nice job for your team to open up the season and the thing that we, of course, saw a lot of points. A lot of threes, and it seemed like everything was working this yeah, week.
4: Yeah, I was, I was pretty pleased with how the weekend went. Um, I, I think that, that we're still trying to grow as a team, trying to figure out uh, the consistency that we need. But um, in terms of our, our energy and enthusiasm and, and the way we want to play, I, I think we did a good job. Um, shot a lot of threes. Uh, made, a lot with, of threes. Ma- made a lot of threes. Made um, a lot of threes. Got to the glass pretty well. Um, I thought I was, I, was, I was pretty pleased with our defense in the, in the full court. Um, I think I think sometimes in the half court we, we've got some things we need to work on. But um, our, our energy was really high, and we just need to continue that.
2: And that was one thing I certainly saw too, was just that energy and the excitement that this team had. And at the end of the year last year, and of course it was a team that wasn't going to make the conference tournament, and that there were some heads that could hang, but it yeah. felt like it was just a little different Vibe and energy with this team, which is great to see early on in the year.
4: Exactly, and we just we need to keep that up. I mean, uh, there's going to be up and downs during the year, and uh, we need to keep that that energy um, the, the whole year. And I, I feel like uh, this team can have some success if we can play that hard all the time.
3: And thing I liked uh, Saturday was the first full game that I'd seen. It seemed like as the game went on, your guys became more and more unselfish, making the extra pass. One reason that you shot the ball from three so well is because a guy. Had have a shot from three, then he was about to be guarded. He'd kick off to an open three, and you got some guys, if they get open, get their feet set, they don't miss very often.
4: Yep, and that's uh, that's something that's going to be important to our offense all year, is just making that extra pass. And We've got a lot of guys who can score, um, and, and it, it makes it easy when those guys are unselfish and they look for each other.
2: Well, one thing I liked with your team, and you mentioned it a couple of times, is that you have a lot of guys that are able to score right now. And we certainly saw it over the weekend with Trevon Shelvin, a guy who – didn't get to play a ton of varsity minutes last year, coming in and making big shots. Not just making big shots, but showing his great presence on the floor. You had a Cameron Jenkins that came in and made some big shots over the weekend. You have Delvon Hightower with a couple of big scoring games. Luol Magot with a couple of double-doubles. You have Fred, Watt. Fred Watts with a couple double-doubles. I mean, there were so many guys that gave you minutes, gave you production. And I think that's something that has to be very exciting for you early on in the year as well.
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I hope that our depth is something that's that's going to be a, a huge positive for us this year. And, and when people have to prepare for, to play for, against us, that they don't really have one or two guys that they can just key on. Um, I, I feel like we've got guys who, who can score in, in different ways, um, and hopefully guys who, who are willing to work harder on the defensive end, too, and, and get stops. Uh, but I'm hoping that that's, that's something that, that's a positive for us all year, that we're not easy to easy to prepare for just because we have so many options.
3: And two guys we haven't mentioned yet. Uh, what a great tandem at the point that you have. You start Dorian Page. He, he aver- I think he had like 13 assists in two games. When he needs a break, Josh Rivers comes in, and he plays even faster than Dorian. I don't <laughs> think there's probably a guard in the conference that's any faster Josh there may be some as fast but I don't think there's anyone faster because Josh Rivers really gets the ball up and down the floor he shot the ball really well Dorian shot the ball well and what a luxury it has to have a one-two punch and you even a couple times you played them at the same time and that really causes a lot of havoc for opponents but you got to be pleased with how your one-two combination of the point has been so far
4: yeah I feel like and I felt like the whole going into this season that the point guard position is one that's a, a strength for us um, I, I feel like we we have two starting point guards um, whether whichever one starts um, Dorian starting right now but I feel like Josh is 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 just is as, as good um, as most starting point guards in our league and um, at the NAI level. Uh, both those guys have kind of just embraced playing fast, and I think that fits how they want it. They're, they're, they're speedsters. They're guys that, that put a lot of pressure on the defense and, and guys who, who will get up in you defensively, and they, they want to play at a high pace, and I think it fits them well.
3: And another guy uh, who has really embraced what you're doing, Grant Munson, you know, he, he started a lot of games as a sophomore, started some last year. He's coming off the bench now, but uh, we made note in the game the other night, I think you were up like 31 late in the game, and there's a loose ball. He goes parallel to the ground, makes a save. You end up getting a basket. Maybe the play of the game, but, yeah. you know, for a senior to do that with late in the game and you're way up to just, you know, sacrifice his body to make a play. That tells you that he's bought into what you want to do.
4: Yeah, and that's that's just who Grant Munson is as a person. He's he's that guy who just he wants to win. He's he's the ultimate competitor. Intense. Yeah, he's intense. He's he's going to make a lot of those hustle plays that maybe not don't start, show up on the stat sheet, uh, but but they're winning plays. They're, they're they're the plays that need to be made for you to win games. Um, and that that's that's who he is. And he's he's kind of embraced coming off the bench right now He's kind of our sixth, seventh man, our first post player off the bench, and. Um, if he can keep giving us that type of energy and that and that effort, he's going to have a great year.
2: Well, two guys that are very intriguing to me that I think have a really really high ceiling: Miles McCrary, Christian Aguilar. I mean, those two guys are six five. They're long, they're athletic, and I get the feeling that those guys are going to have some big offensive games. But defensively, I think they can help you out a ton right now with just their length yeah. and athleticism inside.
4: Yeah, no doubt. They they give us. Uh, the, their future is bright, and, and we've talked to them. They, they still have their freshman moment. They're freshmen. They they they're, they're adjusting to the college game and adjusting to the officiating and 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 figuring things out, but from an athleticism standpoint and just a length standpoint, they give us something that, that we haven't had over the years. They, they, can, they can guard on the perimeter, they can guard inside, they can rebound the ball, um, and offensively, they're starting to figure out where they can score. Um, both of those guys, by the end of the year, are going to have a big impact on our group. I, I, I have no doubt about that.
2: Now, with your style of play and wanting to play a little faster, you want to get off a lot of shots. You want to play at some maybe not full-court pressure defense, but picking them up at least three-quarters court. That style works really well against those three teams that you saw last week, Manhattan yeah. Christian, Barkley, and Bay Part of that is because they play a little yeah. rougher style. We'll phrase yeah. it that way. Yeah. When you get into KCAC games, and certainly tonight when you take on the Central Christian team, some of those teams might be a little more disciplined and won't let you yeah. do some of those things.
3: And bigger. And yeah.
2: bigger, and yeah. in a lot of places more athletic. Yeah. How do you adjust to that with this style of play?
4: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that we're we're going to pick up full court, and that's 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 going to be what we try to do. I think that. Uh that different parts of the game are going to call for different ways of, uh, of, of playing. Um, and I feel like our, our group can play at a slower pace if we need to. Um, but we really – we feel like we have the guards that we can keep people in front of us and um, we, we can try – we, w- we want to try and speed other people up. We want to try and speed the other team up. And um, like you said, it, the competition level is going to go up. And um, I, I feel like we've got the guys that, that, that we can still we can still be effective playing the way we're playing.
2: Big one tonight, or yeah, tonight, because it is Wednesday coming up for you guys as you take on the Central Christian College Tigers and Coach Romero. They've only played one game, and they played Sterling in one eighty nine, eighty two. 82 so you have the advantage of playing a few more games, but this is a central team that you've played a lot of close games with over the years. You lost last year in the first Mayor's Cup at home. What do you know about the Tigers, and what's your game plan for them tonight?
4: Uh, it's it's always it's always a battle with with uh, Central Christian. Coach Romero does a great job there. Um, I know they've got two really good guards back in uh, T.J. Williams and and Isaiah Rivera. Uh, those guys are both really talented. They're 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 guys that we're we're going to have to keep them in front of us and make make the force them to make contested shots. Um, they've got guys like Andrew Reps uh, who's who's a really he made two huge shot, shots against us last night. He's somebody who who's long and athletic. Um, and uh, this team looks. No different than Coach Romero's other teams. They're they're athletic. They're going to play hard. They're going to run their stuff well. So we need to be ready. And the atmosphere should just be fantastic because
3: there's no admission charge. I think one thing this does is gets more of the townspeople involved. But – I think both schools' student sections will be there in force.
4: Yep, um, it's always a great environment, and it's it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's fun for our guys, and we, we've talked to our guys about this. is This should be a good test for us that hopefully we can play in games like this as, coming towards the end of the season in conference, and it's um, it's always fun playing in front of huge crowds and big crowds.
2: Well, Coach Askeltson, best of luck tonight as you take on the Central Tigers and hope to bring that Mayor's Cup over here to this building. Yeah, thank you guys. That was McPherson College men's basketball coach T.J. Eskildson. As we get ready now, Steve, all the talk is done. It's Mayor's Cup time, 6 o'clock tonight. The women start at 6, the men start at 8. Again, what is the cost of admission? Free. Zero dollars? My favorite word. You do like free. free.
3: I do like free.
2: And the McPhersonite girls basketball team, with their fundraiser tonight, they're working the concession stand. So yeah, so
3: bring an appetite. Bring Be really thirsty when you get there. Buy yeah. a bunch of stuff. I'm sure uh, Coach Strathman's girls will have. Plenty We've got
2: uniforms to buy and shoes to buy and oh, all sorts of things to buy. They got to go get them some popcorn.
3: That's right. So uh, make sure you check the concession stand out. Let's get at least two thousand people out there tonight. Why? Why not? At least. At least. Well, oh, why not
2: ten thousand?
3: Well, I don't think we'll get
2: 10 13,000 bring everybody in the town 2000 out
3: 2,000 to be an unbelievable crowd.
2: Well, if you can't make it tonight, we will be broadcasting here on 96.7 FM KBBE starting at 5:30. You can listen to that at midkansasonline.com. You can also watch the broadcast at macbulldogs.com. It will be through the McPherson College video stream the normal way that you would watch for their events. So, it's going to be a fun night tonight inside the Roundhouse. And I think we've got a chance at two very competitive games between these two teams, just like it was last year.
3: And the mayor will be dealing out the cup.
2: The mayor will be there. He, he will all, be feeling good. He's
3: all he's all jacked up for this.
2: He'll be able to dish out the cup to both teams. And, man, it's going to be a fun night. We've been waiting on this for a while. Yeah. It's been well put together, and it should be a fun night inside the roundhouse. Yeah,
3: get out, get out to the roundhouse tonight. 6 o'clock, first time.
2: Steve, tomorrow? Bullpup Football Preview Thursday. I can hardly wait. Our biggest one of the year is the yeah. Bullpups take on the Goddard Lions. You and I have done an immense amount of research. I have talked with Coach Beeson. We have a ton to dive into tomorrow. Might even have to go 20 minutes. Coach Pav
3: will even be in.
2: That's right, Come tomorrow see morning. see tomorrow, yeah. Man, what a day it's going to be. A huge week continues. Again, Mayor's Cup broadcast begins at 5.30 tonight here on
3: 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve, any more comments? I just I just want everyone to get out there. I want to see an old-fashioned roundhouse crowd. It's free, people. It's free. Get out How there. How much? Free. Okay.
2: <laughs> Wrapping up today's show, for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tonight inside the roundhouse.
0: According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson,